Stuck for a Christmas gift? Oh, trust me, you are looking in the wrong places. You'll find her plenty at Chemist Warehouse. Yeah, that's right. All the flashy fragrances. Yves Saint Laurent, Tommy Hilfiger, Dolce & Gabbana, Christian Dior. Oui, oui, huh? Croissant? No. Chemist Warehouse, proud show sponsors of The Morning Shift. Rolling with Chemist Warehouse. Let's push! Give me some! Let's go! Never fold! Ten toes down, baby! You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, mother. Shush, it's too late to turn back now. <laughs> the Morning Shift. Powered by Uno Media. I got, I got, I got, I got. And everything in between us and your welcome Wednesday and we here for our morning shifters from our misters to our sisters. We back for another show just in case you missed it. Do the dish. So powered by you know media. Make sure you brush your teeth today, fam. That's right. Kill the fun and stay blessed. Don't stress. We've got you covered like a sundress. Welcome to officially the number one showdown under your for call down under your home. Welcome to new media, the people's media. Say no more, take your shoes off at the door Everything you want, nothing you don't Real people, real talk And that's it And if we ain't number one on the charts Hopefully, we're number one in your heart Let's get it, get it Come on baby, we're halfway through the working week already It is December, uh, December 6th, man uh, What's on the show today? We have some I almost made it to the league stories I'll explain that a little bit more But the Tongan, the Tongan Thor His name popped up into one of these I think if I saw him play, I'd be like yeah, nah, he, yeah, nah, he going yeah, to the league. You going to the league? I probably ain't. Are we doing some moldy Christmas carols today? Ah, uh, well, I guess uh, we've I've got a cool little little EP I want to play out. Okay, as the songbirds of our generation, I can't wait to hear that one. Mark, <laughs> uh, we got some alternatives to dead ends. Yes, Jordan brought this up a few weeks ago. I want to rehash it. Come on, I want to reuse it, recycle it. Come on, perhaps. Does that mean it wasn't a dead end? Ah, and because it's a Wednesday. I'm Jordan. And I'm Brooke. And this is True News for you. <laughs> but we always start the show with an absolute boy. And Jordan takes over today because it's a Wednesday. I know, guys, I'm still in pain. My ribs are broken. But this song is unbreakable. Let's push. Well, in the midweek, baby. Are you in for this one? We gotta hit him with the shoulders. I wanna be quiet. This is the song play out. Let's move. i 
We are unbreakable. That is your Wednesday vibe uh, by the King of Dance, aka Michael Jackson, not Chris Ooh, Brown. Honestly, crazy. I might just start my little. I might just start my little chicken right there. I still. I, we argued about it last Ooh, week. I'll be catching some strays. Not on the page. I think everyone agreed with you that Chris Brown was the better dancer. Uh, he ain't really been catching uh, strays. I don't know. If you, I, I read a little bit differently. Maybe the, I read the tone a little different. It's the people justifying that Chris Brown is the better dancer than MJ because he can do things like the Dougie. And all the Michael different Jackson styles Because it wasn't around when Michael Jackson was dancing Okay, let me ask you well, well, about, No, 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 you asked me the question You don't want to do that I don't, don't want to do that I don't need no who, who, did Michael, who did Michael look like when he danced? <laughs> one of one, baby oh, One of one He wasn't doing the trends He wasn't doing the trends there was, you know, a bit of influence by James Brown. Michael always said James Brown was his, was his, uh, was his entertainment hero. I said he did that to be nice. But Michael was a one-on-one. He moved. It became a trend. Oh, right? Like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And the James Brown stuff's mostly the vocals, right? Like, he was, you know, James Brown did James a lot Brown of- could hey. move, though. Ooh. He could move. Ha. James Brown could move. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> Come, on. Come on. Oh, no. he did I'm just trying to say, Brooke, you went alone. And apparently I'm wrong. But I just don't know how that's the case. Anyway, <laughs> shout out to both of them. Chris Brown is definitely amazing. I enjoy uh, that statement. In fact, that could be one of our quotes of the year. What? That what you just said about being wrong? Apparently I'm wrong. I just don't understand how. <laughs> it should It should be. That's, that's this generation. Flip it. Uh, anyway, hey, I just want to do a quick shout out to our friends at Chemist Warehouse who help keep the lights on here at the morning shift. Uh, they're also helping the shifters by covering your Christmas receipts. Uh, and I want to congratulate Kirsty Taylor Edwards. We are covering, that's one person, yeah, or Kirsty Taylor and Edwards. That's the fir- no, that's uh-huh. one person. That is one person. Oh, that's congratulations, the- Kirsty. Do we need to read out what they've brought, or is that a bit embarrassing? Uh, it, nah, well, just- no, nah, nah, don't just read them out. Okay. Read them out. I'll, I'll uh, so Kirsty went ahead and bought banana boat. 50 plus dry I don't even know what that is Didn't we just say not to read it oh, you, Oh you said no, no, not read, to read. Just the amount Just the amount of Let's not shame Let's not shame Okay oh. uh, also, we're Let's also, not shame banana wash cool. <laughs> We've also got Mason Smith We're going to be covering your receipt Thank you Mason Smith And also uh, Benny uh, I think that's Tonga Benny Tonga Who is uh, also sent in the receipt You can do so by Taking a photo of it Or you know Screenshot it uh, your order that you've got from Chemist Warehouse that you've paid for and then uh, send it through to us in our DMs on Insta and we're going to get through as many as we possibly can before Christmas. I'm getting DMs personally. Same. Guys, you just got to message the page, page right? Page, right? We don't even show. look at them. We don't even get to... Me and Brooke don't even get to decide who gets paid, okay? And if you send it to someone, send it to Mark. And some of y'all are really greasing me too, like <laughs> proper greasing, like... You're my favourite on the shift. You know, those ones, I was like, hey, I'm sure you just cop- changed this and sent it to Brooke and said he was your favourite. Uh, blanket rule, we won't be accepting any personal DMs. Oh, we These can't. Are, no, 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 no blanket rule that. I'll, no. I'll, I'll put my hand up. Okay, well, Brooke will take Send all your personal Brooke DMs. Brooke wants personal DMs in another kind of lane. Hey, we can, let me see what's on the receipt and then we can, <laughs> we can talk, baby, we can talk. Let's get into Daily Bread. Daily Bread. Sponsored by Tip Top Super Soft. The bread that stays softer for longer. That's right, Daily Bread, breaking bread with the news of today. Thank you, Top Top, top, December 6th. That is 340 days deep into the year, 25 left to get her done. Get her done. It is World Trick Shot Day today. Colby. Mm Mm-mm. Best trick shot you've ever done? No, dumb question. Um, No, it's not a dumb question. Have you actually done... Like, there's nothing greater, though. Ball of rubbish, off the side of the wall, 
bounce off the light. I, I remember when I did like when I was playing horse. Was that a trick shot? That's yeah. a trick shot. I was like walking across the top of the key where free throws are. Like as I'm walking, I bounced between my legs and I went into the. It's not like majorly impressive, but I needed. I, I was impressed with myself. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's all right. Like while walking, for a non hooper, for non hooper, there's there's nothing. Hey, look, I don't mind saying I'm a non hooper. It's all right. Uh, I'd it's also okay. like to just quickly explain for those unassumed knowledge uh, <laughs> that the fact that a trick shot is when you grab a basketball and do something crazy with it and throw it all over the place. And or any, any ball matter, yeah, it it's whatever, eh? Frisbee. Golf, golf ball, trick shot. Oh. Hey, since we blanket rule things, today is the day that I need everybody to know when you shoot something into the bin, if you do not say Kobe, we cannot be friends. Why, why aren't we saying LeBron? Ain't got the, it ain't got the, it ain't got the, it doesn't have the zest. Because uh, isn't he the goat? Bron, isn't he the goat? But, but didn't you say it was MJ? LeBron James! I don't think I say Jordan. Oh, we were saying Mike. Jordan. No, it's Kobe. Well, like Mike, we were definitely Kobe saying Kobe is just out of respect. Uh, Kobe. Oh, so it's a respect thing. He, he didn't earn that. He didn't earn the clutchness. But it's a respect thing. Anyways, okay. it's also microwave oven day today. Celebrating the microwave. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the microwave. Eh? Oh, how good. It's not good for you apparently, but I don't... What do you mean? Wow. But to be fair, nothing's good for you these days. I heard you can't even have cold water. Air fryer is better, but you know, than a microwave, so it's good. I heard so too. Um, just imagine though, a time before... The kitchen without a microwave, oh, and that's what has always been my dream. As long as you know, making a great podcast is always something I dream to do. But um, one yeah. of my other dreams was being the person who creates something in the world oh, you that you couldn't remember a time beforehand. So, like, if you could imagine now, like, everyone that's had my their dream kitchens. for you too, because we're away. If you do that, <laughs> we are. We don't. Even, we won't even need a podcast anymore. You imagine a kitchen before the microwave, and then someone invited the microwave, invented sorry, and then all of a sudden, everyone has one, and you're like, oh wow. That's the thing. We need more of those things that we can't remember time before we had it. I'm with Jordan. I hope all your dreams come true, Mark. And finally, it's uh, International Travis Day. Know any Travises? Travis Scott, Travis Kelsey. I do I know, know Travis. Personally, but they, they're good people, Travises. Yeah. What do we think yeah. of Travis? If we're giving them a rating of 1 to 10 in our lives, where do we put them? My Travis has eczema. Seven. Bro, everyone you know has got eczema, bro. <laughs> sure. you've got an, I think you've actually got a fetish for eczema. Yeah. Like there's something oh, you and Exma, honestly. Honestly, man. Like you wanna you judge it, but I'm sure deep down there's no, a desire bro. for you to be like. I'm so it. sorry to everyone who has Exma. I'm so sorry, yeah, but it's, my son's starting to get it too, and I'm like, oh, this Exma's is Exma's on the rise, man. There's so many different things that bring Exma on. If you are Exma sufferer, we uh, we you know yeah. suffer is the word. Oh, it yeah, is. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Hey, my, I'm Exma, baby. Is he still your son? Yeah. Oh, cool. He's still my son, baby. Uh, you'll like this, Matil Mark. Reggie, Reggie Bush has been uh, inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. Oh, Good. So he should. So he but should. But they're not giving the Heisman back. They should give the Heisman Man. back. Uh, Everyone can, you, can you tell the people, Reggie, like, what, who was quickly, who was Reggie Bush? Why did he win the Heisman? Quick, quick rundown. For those of you who are, are Kardashian fans, you would know that Kim Kardashian had some time with Reggie Bush. That's what uh, he's best known for, though, right? No. They have a lot of time with black men before they... Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, he was also <laughs> an incredibly gifted running back for USC, the Trojans, and uh, during his college career, he won the Heisman. Mm-hmm. But he was like, the, do you reckon he's one of the greatest running backs oh, ever? In, easily. Uh, in, yeah. college, in college football. In right? college football. Um, he got lit up a bit in the NFL. He was a bit small, but... Yeah. Um, he was beast mode. Of, yeah, in terms of college, he was unbelievable. Unstoppable. They took 
the Heisman off him after I, there was controversy around his eligibility slash accepting bribes or what have you to be at USC. Which is well known. They all accept bribes, eh? That's Everyone. so silly how some people get caught for it and some don't. Some some flaunt the rules. Some colleges don't. Anyway, long story short, they took it off him. It's one of the most prestigious things you can uh, win as a college player in America. And um, now they put him into the Hall of Fame of football, but they still refuse to give back this award. That's that crazy. They would have found out so many kids were getting bribed to go to different colleges back then, but they've just stuck they've to the They've turned the comments off because everyone's saying give the Heisman back. So yeah. they've kind of moderated the comments on the post. I got bribed. That's how, like, you got bribed? I got bribed. For St. Pat's Town? Yes. No, you didn't. I swear. What did you you get? What did you get? They give you cash in the envelope. You come back to your room and there's cash there. Hold up, hold up. And we yeah. got, no. you got bribed at high school. That's the, from who? No, no, no. When I was, oh, yeah, they, they just, you have cash. Like we had the under 19 world champs here. It's just like money just shows up. Bro. No, it no. doesn't, bro. How much was in your envelope? Not much. There wasn't Say much. how much. It was like a grand. <laughs> what? What? For a kid? But okay, we're clipping we this. We're, we're, we're clipping this. Can so we don't, real story don't time? look at me and go, nah, it wasn't. Can we go real story time? Yes, we're okay, 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 we got okay, time here. Okay, okay, okay. So there was under 19 world champs, and the team that USA bought over was the likes of Clay Thompson. Heard of him? Clay Thompson, amazing. Uh, not Seth Curry, but Seth Curry. Oh, Seth goes well too. Yeah, so wrong Curry. They make these crazy. <laughs> ro- they're still making good money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But they they had uh, life on a pedestal from that early age. That they were given playstations in the room. They were given. Uh, like a personal masseuse they had everything laid out for them at this very very young age and they had I can't even begin to tell you how I much believe you. money that, that's got they nothing had to do yeah, with, with, with your envelope you. we're talking about your envelope bro I get I get Clay Thompson's envelope no, but I was nice back in the day man I want you guys to believe it no, no I'm what? saying is, were you at representative age or at high school like, and who at, put the money in there I don't think you're allowed to say that Mark <laughs> I don't even think you're allowed to say that you got it Jay Mills put it in there oh wow yeah, Mate, everyone begins some money. I, I learn more about you every day. Uh, quickly, I just want to quickly go. The top ten richest actors in the world just dropped. Um, some surprises, but I'll go through it quickly. Tenth was Adam Sandler, four hundred and forty million. Oh, he's got a really good Netflix at the moment. It's for kids. It's called Leo. It's a good watch. Okay, I'll check that yeah, out. Go watch it. Uh, Kevin Hart, four hundred and fifty million. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Robert De Niro, four fifty and five hundred million. George Clooney, five hundred million. Oh yeah, amazing. Tom Cruise, six hundred million. Shah Rukh Khan. I think I'm hoping I say that right. Sure. That is uh, sure a massive Bollywood star, 730 million. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, 800 million. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld, 950 million. 900. Is that Jerry? just a Seinfeld check? Oh, the um, sorry, the, the royalties. What's the, the what's the sitcom he did? Yeah, um, Seinfeld. Yeah, is that just the royalties keep ticking over? Uh, he's an he's a pretty astute businessman as well, yeah, and he's that, a producer as well. Uh, like he's got a lot going on. It'll be the producer money because Tyler Tyler Perry is actually number one at one billion. Ooh. Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry. Was he the guy wow. off? Um, what was that show? <laughs> Tyler Perry, Madea's family. Oh, he's written. Yeah, he, he produces and writes no. a lot. But yeah, that is your that is your top paid actors, guys. Tyler, Tyler Perry. Perry. Yeah. Wow. He's actually got an amazing come up story, and he, he's he's bought one of the biggest movie the lots? studio lots in, in America at the moment. It's crazy. Watch, Mark. Huge. You, I oh. think you'd love the story of Tyler. You, well, you see in the face oh, now. You Google it. Different guy. Yeah. Well, tell us. What who did you think? I <laughs> you. Wow. No, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, keep that to myself. Yeah, you keep that to yourself. It's not Denzel Washington. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my daily bread today, Jordan. I'm telling you, they still got it. They they have still got it. This is a bit of a music one. I'm going to play out you uh, a song of uh, two of the, the best to do it. So back in the day, kids, 
American Idol actually used to be like the biggest thing. We'd all sit around oh. the TVs, we'd all watch it every single Wednesday, Thursday, Friday Iconic. night. Uh, they had Simon Cow, Rubens, uh, not Rubens, uh, Simon Cow, what was it? Randy Jackson and Paul Abdul. They were the judges and they were incredible. But one year they had a, a guy by the name of Ruben Studdard and Clay Aiken. They were incredible. They've teamed up to give us uh, Oh Holy Night that I just want to play out for, for you guys right now. Mark, can you just bring that? I'm going to bring this up. Just so we can feel something today. Listen to this now. feel something too. They're the OGs. You gotta go to the OGs sometimes to find it. They they bought it back. They're on the View. Loved it. Which is a TV show in America. Just to remind us one time for the OGs. There's my daily bread. Okay. Nice. Love that. That is your daily bread. You Breaking didn't love it. bread. <laughs> you didn't love it. I mean, they don't get me like out of my seat. Really? Nah. Oh, damn, man. I'm gonna come back with a better one. Maybe Mark Mark's out of a no, seat. No, yeah, Mark, 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 Mark was down too. Well, uh, who, who was it again? Yeah. Oh. That's the Daily Bread. Breaking, Breaking Bread with the news of today. today. Thank you, Tip Top. This is the morning shift. Almost made it into the league. I used to call them hoop dreams, Jordan. Right? That's me. Ooh. I truly used to believe it. I want to take you guys back. Before I was here, enjoying my time on the podcast, young 15, 16-year-old me used to really manifest singing this song. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I can see little brook. Oh, 5%, 50%, and 100%. Damn, mate. Right, no one remember the name. You actually did a... I can't, I can't begin you were doing to that, tell eh? you I used to look in the mirror Rust and rap that song. I love that. But in my mind, the feeling was like I was really going to make it. I, I had the thought that I was going to one day don the black jersey, as in I'd be an all-black, or I would run out from the locker rooms in the NBA and just hear the ovation of a crowd and hit game winners and dunk on Kobe and Shaq. Like, my mind really used to work like that, that one day I'm going to make it. I saw something floating around yesterday. It's doing the rounds on the internet. And I just wanted to hear what everyone else had to say. So, can I tell my one first about of how... Course. It'd be rude not to, Brooke. I mean, I want you to relive your glory days. That's what we men do best. Right. We're content hoarders. Here we go. Give not me a go, creators. man. Give me a go. Maybe I've even told the story. I definitely have told the story before, but let me tell it again. Uh, growing up, I used to play for Ori's. Shout out to Otide, which is in Wellington. It's a, a rugby club there. And on our team... The under fives? I was probably like under 13s at the time. That's probably I took it like you played prims. Well, I was like under 13s and that. <laughs> Humble flex in that. Uh, Julian Sevier was on the team. Oh. Yeah, Jules was. Oh, the bus. The bus. Oh, was he five? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jules was so good. So Jules was so good that his mum, his mum was actually dope. She was like, hey, I want... I want other kids to enjoy rugby, so you can't just destroy these kids. So I think he had X amount of tries that he could score in a game. Or if it was close, then <laughs> he could she, go out. Did she, like, cap his tries? Yeah. Like, once you scored 10. So other kids off. would love it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Adi, sorry, just uh, Adi used to play for us as well. Sorry, just the greatest rugby player in the world. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Adi, yeah, yeah. So he was on the team. And I remember it was the second half. And Adi got late tackled or it was a high tackle or something like that. And Mama Bear let Jules off the chains. She let him off the shackles. And I promise you, he would have had 15 plus tries in the second half. And I remember getting in the car and going, yeah, it's my last year of rugby. I am. I Did am, Jules retire you? Jules retired me, bro. It was incredible watching this man go to work. He would have had 15 tries in the second half. But I, I vividly remember the day and the moment being like, okay, black jersey ain't for me. Just quick shout out to Jules, eh? We forget what an absolute monster he was in his prime Oh, my gosh. He, I think he's the, the top try scorer for Super Rugby. Unbelievable. What man. he did in that black jersey, incredible. And Destin, like he was, but I remember looking at him and going, <laughs> This is where I call it a day with rugby. I think I would have been 13 years old. So we asked out, as the shifters always do, hey, what was your... Okay. I'm not going to make it into the league story. <laughs> in 2014, we played a Maris quad tournament and played Sacred Heart in the final. I was playing fullback and Tongan Thor made a line break Ooh. and he sent me flying. <laughs> All I remember as I was falling backwards was the screams and laughter of the crowd. He scored three tries in 20 minutes, and then we watched him do hill sprints after the game. That's when I was like, yeah, nah, I'm not cut out for this. Hill sprints after, after the, the game? game? Very big boy, too. That's how those calves got built. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> those calves. Have you seen them in real life? Dude. Bigger in real life? Oh, like, I, I can't stop staring. I couldn't stop staring. But they're, they're shaped, I was just staring they're, they're at them. They're muscly, though, eh? not just like a, uh, a slab of meat. Oh, they're unbelievable. I used to work with a guy who had calf muscles on calf muscles. Like, hey, I'm right here. <laughs> he would yeah. flex his calf, and then another lump would come out on top of the calf. That's how big his calf muscles were. Oh, it must be so nice, man. Guys with big calves, none of them want them, honestly. Guys with no calves, all. Oh, that's all. We I'd want. rather have. Oh, I'd rather have no calves, honestly. Then I can just fit into like skinny jeans or straight jeans. No, bro, give me a little bit, like a little nah. piece of calf. You can have mine. Alright, what's next, Mark? Anyway, this is not yeah, body parts. I was supposed to make the Warriors and around anything when I was younger, then um, took a year off um, and then went back to play 16s and first came back, tore my ACL, oh, oh. my mm. uh, reconstruction surgery, and then the year after that, played for school first for Adin, and first came back, got concussed on the first run, <laughs> oh my, and then went down to Dunedin, uh, played league over there, tried to respark my career. Almost broke my ankle in the first oh, game. Oh, the next oh. game after that, got concussed again and oh. Oh, had to settle one a degree instead. And then now I'm standing in front of the Warriors interviewing them and thinking, you know, trying to size them up. Back in my heyday, I could probably take them on. So, yeah, <laughs> that's when I accepted it. I was like, fuck. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. They got lucky. I wish I played rugby. Eh? Like, I just wasn't. You didn't I wasn't, play rugby? I wasn't this big body in high school. Honestly, I was like rugby? normal. I, I shot like I finished my year thirteen when I was when did seventeen. This just after school, I finished when I was seventeen, like year thirteen, and I turned eighteen the year after I finished school. And then that eighteen to nineteen, Shut I was just boom. like grew a foot. You would have been an anomaly for the uh, <coughs> for the what do you call them the the scouts? You know they yeah. have a growth they have a growth chart. That, and there's Robin over here that goes through all the different oh, really? genetics that uh, that typically like where you're going to get to like this yeah. is max. So apparently, and this is just from their their graph, uh, Tongans are the first to develop. 
in size, but then they stop, and then it's like Māori wow. and Europeans are a lot later in their growth, in their growth spurt. Yeah, so Tongans, and it goes Tongans, eh? then Samoan, and then it goes, yeah, this is the, the growth chart that they have, that the scouts will have to know whether or not you're going to... So you're an anomaly, Jordan. They would have been like, oh, we let that one go. That's you giving me some skill. kind of, like, resting hope, eh? Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> nah, I knew I wasn't going to make the league when I was doing tap dancing and hip-hop. <laughs> Jazz getting, hands. Getting called a pufta every day at school. I was like... Growing up, I was a Edmonton player with aspirations to be a... Uh, you know, in the uh, Olympic team or something like that. So I knew I wasn't going to get into the professional ranks when um, I was 16 years old. And then I got demolished by a 10-year-old. <laughs> Badminton. Badminton. You know what? You can't... Um... Hoop dreams, man. you got yeah. no one to get out. I was in primary school and I really wanted to play rugby. Like, it was a dream of mine. So I joined the girls' rugby team. My friends joined as well, and I wanted to impress the guy that I liked at the time. Come to the inter-school tournament, first game in, I get the ball and I run it straight. Out of all the girls that could have came at me, it was the one girl who was built like a high school graduate came charging at me and she bumped me off and I went flying. Everyone started laughing, including the guy that I liked. I got so embarrassed could also hear my mom yelling at me to get up so you know what i did i got up and i stormed off the field crying never touched the rugby ball again after that not for me oh it's close oh. have you ever been their mama's boy <laughs> you know they're one that don't have friends and <laughs> you do everything together you know over time you just you know she doesn't want to get play rugby with so every time you do something she ever hopes you you know have a supporter <laughs> tells you son Oh, you're so fast. <laughs> oh, son, wow. You want a big kick? Oh, son, oh, wow. What a, what a size thing. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. When you get to college, you're so sheltered and you just take that overconfidence and you try, try for under 14 and you make it. First game was my last. Victory. Let's push. Oh, yeah, I feel him. Oh, I feel him. Oh, that was amazing. Let me tell you the story, Fano. 15 years old, headed up north to play some, you know, rep rugby. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to make Northland this year. And one of the teams from the far north, they, geez, they were huge. Go, what the hell are you? Who are your kids? Oh, bro, I'm playing. <laughs> oh, is that right? Ah. <laughs> uh, Yes, change of plans. Jump on the bus and go back home. That's Jordan's family, man. You're <laughs> far, far north now. <laughs> man, that was that was woman. That was great. You I guys have any stories, eh? Nah. Mark, you got one? I knew I wasn't making the league deep down. Yeah, I never really I never thought I'd make the league either. So it wasn't like an aspirational thing for me. I played sport to you were categorized as, as the sportsman though but it was never a career like it was never I never thought I was making the league no, you must have when you were a kid no I liked the All Blacks and I, I guess part of me was like oh maybe one day but it was never like oh, I'm actually really good at this I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on nah and I don't think any of my friends were the same either. None of us were wired to think that we were ever going to be good enough to make the league. But I thought it we might all thought sm- the same thing. Nah. Like, you know what? This, this might be a small town thing as well. 
Like, I think as soon as you start, you know, you're in school exchanges and all of a sudden you see the size and the and the skills of everyone yeah. else, you're like, man, we're just small town. We yeah, no, we're good. Yeah, we just play this for fun. Well, I thought we were all the same. We all thought there was there was one moment where it stopped. Like, you, something, you went to a tournament and that person was just way bigger and stronger than you. Or you went to a, a talent fest and that person could just sing way better than you. Nah, I think you're just the one. You just want us to say you made the league, so just you, bro. None of us like got up to school and, and found the man? envelopes oh, in our on our room. I'm just over here. To, oh my! You poor kids. <laughs> we weren't allowed to dream. Oh, here I am. Not over here athletes, to, at least. Oh, you poor things. This is the morning shift. Love. I love love. Relationships. Problems. I love problems. <laughs> you know, a week or so back, Jordan asked the question about the non-obvious dead ends in a relationship. Yeah, like um, you have to, if you don't cut your nails that often, it's a no for me. Like there's little ones that are just like sorted out. Little farty bums. Little farty bums. Mm. You know what I noticed with our DMs though? There was, there were, there was a lot of people who were wanting to remain anonymous. And not necessarily because, you know, they didn't want to come across as being, I don't know, a little shallow or anything like that. What I noticed was these are some problems that or issues that we've never actually faced within the relationship. So what I thought was instead of letting those Mark, just... what are you doing, man? It's close to Christmas. It's close to the new... What are you doing Mark, over I here, like man? what you're doing. Keep going. It's 2023. It's ending up, right? Oh. We're about to head into 2024. Why not strengthen our relationships by bringing these issues to the forefront? Ooh, here we go. Yes. Now, I imagine that what we're doing is we've got him, her, him, him, her, her. They, they. They, they. Hey, hey. Sitting in the hey, car hey. right now listening. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. And they can look over at each other when they hear something that does go on in their relationship and just give a little knowing nod and say, you know what? Maybe 2024, I can change that behavior for you. Kapai? Kapai. Kapai. So if I read something out that does exist in your relationship and you'd like your partner to change, by all means, just a little knowing nod to the left or hey, to that, the right. That's so good. If you're in the car right now listening with your partner, just just chuck a nod. Don't just say the, anything between no, each other. Hey, be cheeky. Maybe a little <laughs> wink. I don't know. Up to you. So, let's start. They simply don't make an effort in our social calendar. I organise all the family events. I feel like I know the person who wrote that in. Mm. Was it Janet? <laughs> <laughs> a little knowing nod my way. All That's right. a hard one, eh? That's a hard one. Because sometimes in a relationship, one's not social, the other one is. But yeah, you gotta, you got you you to find a balance, eh? Mm-hmm. You gotta find a balance. Mm-hmm. You don't want two busy social calendars. No, though, you don't. Do you? You're exhausted. You want a you want a, an organizer and a doer. You want a couple that runneth over. Yeah, yeah. Mm. All right. He doesn't like to call and make appointments for anything. Like how nah? I'm not your mama. Bro hasn't gotten checked in years because he won't call the doctors. Wait, what? Hey, what? don't nobody nod. Nobody nod in the car right now. I feel like we're all guilty of being bad, looking out for ourselves. Go to the doctors, bro. Go to, go the, doctors. to the doctors. Or at least organise the doctor's appointment. Because you know why you got to go to the doctor? Because oh. if something happened, it's your whānau that's going to have your back. And mm-hmm. there'll be a little thing in your mind, potentially, where you think, maybe if I went a little earlier, we could, we, we may have been able to intercept something or just get a checkup. So go to the doctor, bro. Mm-hmm. I was wrong, Jordan. Yeah, that, that's right. 
<laughs> Anonymous, please. Picking his nose, rolling it, and flicking it when there's a tissue box in plain sight. Nah, that's all good. That's a dead end. That's all good. That's a dead end. That's a, uh, that's if that a is you, what's wrong uh, with getting flicked? <laughs> you guys are you guys are life partners. You know, it's all good. There's no way you would. There's no way. <laughs> when she puts sauce on her eggs, oh, that's that's a that? green flag. That's a green hey, um, we're not, we're not, we're, Hey, we're not in the Listen car here, with. Queen. Listen here, Queen. Oh, man. You keep doing that. Don't worry about your partner. <laughs> he has a habit of picking, cutting his finger or toenails and leaving them on tables, beds, windows. You name it, he's left it there. That's disgusting. Hey, if it's you or if that is your partner, just a little knowing nod off to the left. Another, earbuds. He doesn't know why, but he still does it. When he cleans his ears, he leaves them everywhere. Oh. Behind the pot plant, oh, behind no. the TV, beside no. the drawer. No. Once, he put them in an empty bottle, forgot it, and he mixed it into his pre-workout. No. <laughs> no. What are we doing, man? No. A little knowing nod, if that is your partner. Or if that is you. That is your partner, leave behavior. them. <laughs> That's the only one I'm like, leave them. Another couple. Kissing me with morning breath. Oh, no. Resting his Ugh. wet towel on my bed after a shower. I mean... When, when is the morning breath thing like... Because I just feel like that should never be a thing, eh? Just get up, go scrub your teeth, or just, you know, hold off a pash in the morning. Hold off the pash. Hold off the pash, right? Mm, no one needs it. No one needs a morning breath pash, right? Have a juice next None of us love each other that much. Or does that... Am I, is that just rookie... Is that rookie years? No, no. Like I'm like, what? At what point does love like cover <laughs> morning breath? Does it ever? Love me with your eyes, Mark. Uh, we're looking to you here. You're, oh, you were. Actually. No, there's a reason I'm over here. No, okay. <laughs> Mark, what's you were kissing in morning breath. It is what it is. Oh, okay. You know. Eating in the bedroom, big no. Singing and uh, acting, uh, neat. Mark, hold on, man. Wait, wait, on. Eating in the bedroom, no, big no. Come on, sometimes maybe it's not. It's not, it's not an all these the time. Aren't, these aren't a me thing. These are definitely someone who's written these and didn't want to tell their partner and just wanted to get that little message okay, out there. Okay, so okay, if you are an eater in the bedroom and you know your partner isn't, hey, they true, may have sent true. this message in. Singing and acting neat <laughs> at the party when they're absolutely not talented and me suffering <laughs> secondhand embarrassment. But I bet they're a vibe. Hey, and if they're a vibe, a it doesn't matter if they can't love sing. It. Perhaps twenty twenty four, the truth can be revealed. I don't know. You know, putting this through. Putting milk in tea when the bag is still in it. Yeah, nah, that ain't it. Putting milk in tea. That ain't it. That's, That's fine. That. When the tea bag's still in it. It's fine. Putting milk in tea. You didn't visit enough Marae growing up, did you? Come, bro. It's fine. You have putting enough? milk while the tea bag's in it. Yes, bro. No, no, no. Like first without hot water. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, sorry. Yes. Oh, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Say, bro. I was like, my bad, my bib. I don't know what they're doing beep. in Porirua, but. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, my bad. And finally, this may have been your partner that wrote this in. It may not have been. But if you think this is part of your relationship and you want to change it in 2024, by all means, make this change. A little knowing nod to your partner. When she finishes on her phone, we both have to finish on our phones. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough, man. (laughs) Bro, my missus the worst at that, bro. (laughs) Hey, babe. Bro, shoot. I'll just be on my phone for a little bit, and if she's done, she's like, mm. yeah. 
And then she'll accuse me of like you're always on it, like like. And I, I've actually been like just lying there, just waiting for a convo, you know. My wife made Not me all do the that. Time. You know how we did the the month challenge where we were all off the phone and off socials at nine pm. Yeah, she went That's on the one rule that I have to keep going with. How good is it though? I like that though. How good? Oh, she's on her phone. True, true. Anyway, love you guys. Love you guys. No dead ends. This is the morning shift. Kia ora shifters, I just thought I'd give a quick shout out to uh, one of my friends who's been a part of this amazing kaupapa, basically where uh, there's this class, Te Wananga Ihorangi, um, who've decided uh, to, as a project, do Māori Christmas carols. And it's pretty cool because I've used um, some people that I know um, from the 09 Session Band. By the way, Soul Sessions is Boxing Day, guys. Tickets will be coming out. <laughs> Small plug there. Um, and they've got some funky tracks, but I'll just read this out. Te Wananga uh, Ihorangi proudly presents a brand new compilation album of Māori Christmas carols and waiata, featuring a blend of contemporary and traditional Christmas carols. This soulful and funk-driven sound has all the right vibes for the festive season. Let's have a listen. Let's have a listen right okay. now. Hey, it's like we're in the studio, Pano. Come on now. Basically, this is Te Wananga Ihorangi. It's a full immersion Te Reo Māori school, um, but it's just launching their own Māori Christmas carol album. Love it. Um, that's so, uh, today's the 6th of December. That is out on all uh, streaming like music platforms. It's out now? Yeah, it's out now. Oh, love that. Check it out. This is The Morning Shift. Good evening and everything in between. I'm Jordan. And I'm Brooke. And this is True News. For you! Yes. <laughs> the stories on the True News Views menu today. Mainstream media call it a protest. Te Pate Māori Party call it an activation. AI now programming humans. And Been doing that. really counts as poor in Aotearoa now? Those are your three stories. Let's get into it with the uh, what the media are calling a protest and Te Pāti Māori are calling an activation. Big demonstrations around the country yesterday uh, against what Te Pāti Māori are calling an assault on Tangata Whenua or Te Tiriti or Waitangi uh, by the new coalition government. Uh, the Nationwide Action Day aligned with the opening of the 54th term of Parliament where all MPs are required to swear an oath of allegiance to the Crown. Uh, the marching started around 7am in a number of New Zealand cities, causing a lot of uh, traffic pressure. Uh, it was cool with it. Yep. And uh, wasn't Māori... that much in the end, though. It wasn't, eh? 
it was fine. Yeah, people. I think there were a few people who were frustrated. There was a few signs that were held out, and <sighs> um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I think it. I know. I I, I, if I had been able to, I would have been. I would have been there. I, I like so, the idea behind oh, 100%. it. 100. And I. I Think that it needs we, to be we done. will get we, we will get to them um, with that with that co-papa. I know that I will. But um, well, from what I saw, I don't know if you guys agree, but was respectful activation. Peaceful. Was a peaceful activation. Yeah. The traffic was fine in the end. Um, I think they yeah they know how to rustle feathers by just saying like you know you guys are going to be inconvenienced with traffic. That might happen later on, but it didn't happen yesterday, which was good. Mm. Uh, New Zealand first Shane Jones and. Uh, Tepati Māori leader Debbie Ngāriwa-Packer uh, sorry, went on TV One's breakfast show um, around uh, just around the reasons for the protests and it made for some interesting listening. The kaupapa that we have is a government that has enjoyed the division and the fact that Māori don't have rights and interests, that we don't have inequities to address mm. and the fact that they're comfortable pushing us back 50 years is not going to be tolerated. You know, we're an economic nationalist party and I can tell you this, Debbie trades on victimhood. Oh. And that has become the kaupapa of the Māori Party, which erodes New Zealand's unity and integration. And I'm all about putting that kaupapa out the back paddock. And Debbie does not accept men <laughs> who sit there and bully her and stand over her and will never. <laughs> on, and Debbie. we are women who have now enjoyed our own views, enjoyed our own aspirations, and we will continue to push back against this type of misogynistic attitude that comes with old dinosaur politicians. Well, you can, look, we shouldn't whatever. allow these debates to degenerate into personal attacks. Well, you did, If Shane. you bring the kaupapa <laughs> of victimhood, stand be prepared to be challenged. No, no, no. You are just used to bullying women and you don't like the fact that I don't accept that. Never will, never have. Tell them, Deb. Was that on, um, that was on Breakfast Eight? Yeah. Look, what do you guys think? I think we're approaching very interesting times and I, it would be remiss of us not to think that some real action is about to take place in this country. Yeah, I'm just like... I listen to that and I'm like, I hate it, eh? I hate it. And, hate it because good, good on, hate good, it. Why? I, I like good on, good on them having an argument and, and good on and Debbie sticking up for herself and I'm sure um, you know Shane is a very very um, he's a style of politician that that would probably would be hard to to speak against but he's also has his own opinions but I, I just those aren't conversations that I want to hear us having um, in public because we're not really talking about the right things right like we're here because National said they were never going to do this treaty referendum they said that it would be divisive and since going into this coalition um, agreement where ACT has basically convinced them um, what we're not talking about is <laughs> oh, I just I don't even, I can't even get into it it's just like these aren't how does someone like David Seymour say something like we need to do this referendum because it will actually enhance the mana of the treaty how does um, Shane I see where I see where maybe what he's saying has a little bit of merit I think sometimes not in relation to the Māori Party. I think there is, in society at the moment, there, there, there can, it can be seen sometimes. Um, we're always focused on what everyone else is doing. 
there, there, there is there, there is merit and slight points, but when we talk about victimhood, what's more victimhood than um, the crown taking ninety four percent of your land? You already not having enough, not having rights, already been on the back foot, taking away more, and then calling a people victims because of that. Like, what's 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 more victimhood than the crown taking all your resources, having most of it? Then turning around and saying we think we Maybe should take probably. a little bit more off you guys. What's more victimhood than that? You know what I mean? Like where are the where is the argument? Where is the balance here? Talking about like the actual topic, and that's what I would love to see more than just like kind of going back and forth between them. But I don't even know what I'm talking about half the time to be honest. But yeah, something just doesn't feel doesn't sit right with me about how some of the rhetoric and this narrative has been talked in a public space. I want to see leaders come together. And have respectful debate. I want us to come together um, as people and be able to identify the problems. The real, the, the sleeping giant here is that our economy isn't big enough to keep up with the things that they're talking about, like inflation. Productivity is way down. So you get a government come in, they start to see those problems. They're going to double down on on money, on capitalism, things that they care about. That's what they're trying to do, but. That's not to say we can't just throw out those conversations either, right? We have to talk about that eventually, but at what cost? So I'm just like, yeah, of course I'm going to go out and I'm going to protest against this this referendum. Like it ain't happening, but I do. I, I want to see other conversation pushed forward by our leaders, and maybe that's too much to ask for. No, I, I, I tend to. I feel like the thing that sits uncomfortably with that is you've got two Māori people with plenty of mana sitting there, um, you know. At, the argument itself has gone back to mm. what who they are and what they're doing rather than the, the real issue which is how how do we stop regression how do we stop regression and keep progressing and that's where I think most of the fear sits is that in this constant battle or, or this move to try and get the uh, get the country moving the economy moving again that will go back to old habits that uh, a certain type of person will go you guys don't know what you're doing leave it to us we just trample our way through the field we pollute we do whatever it is we have to do to get ahead again and we lose so much stuff that we've actually been able to gain in the in the last seven years at least um when it comes to i mean just the silliest little thing for me changing the government names like you've just that to me is so backwards it's so backwards. The smoking, like doing the smoke again. But, yeah. It's so backwards. But I just, yeah. Well, it's like well, so what no one's talking to is David Seymour released a campaign based on getting out a certain narrative that he knew voters would double down and vote for. So by saying things like we we can't be treating others based on their race when this whole founding document of our country with the treaty is based on race, like Professor Ali Henry said. Like now, he like he knows what he's doing, and we're not we're not talking about that. We're not talking about the fact that he had to garner votes by putting out, you know, what he's talking about, which is why there's going to be resistance now. But yeah, I don't know. I'm doing a bad job explaining it. Sorry. Nah, you are. No, you you are doing. I think you're doing a good job because I'm understanding it. The part that worries me, outside the X's and O's and all of this sort of all these narratives that are happening at the moment, is I I knew that New Zealand wasn't perfect in terms of. Um, there is a divide but I didn't understand the divide was so strong like we have a new party that's coming we've got a new coalition it just seems very loud from the I guess quote unquote other side which is the alarming part for me it's only loud because they're screaming because they've been out of vogue for the last seven years it's never been a less powerful time 
to be a middle-aged white male, and they have felt they've felt it. Mm. And now that they feel like they're back in power, the screaming has got louder. And you've also got the left or, or and and Marty who are sitting there going, no, 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 we've got so much ground here, and it's and it's rightfully owned ground. Why on earth are we going to let that up on a government that just wants to try and make money and get us back in back in the green? That's that's where I sit there and get. That's why I feel like it's so loud because yeah. now all of a sudden they're in vogue again and you know they're in power and and we're going to let you know. Yeah, it's a, it's a scary and interesting time for this country. But um, again, it's yeah. our it's our civic duty to like uh, the words of Professor Ella Henry are ringing true again to me. Where we're not in a crisis of leadership, we're in a crisis of followership, and us as following who who our leaders are, we need to get. More like you probably feel like it's not as close because we haven't got into politics like like we have we've had to because mm. we've had them on you know so yeah. we're starting to be more in tune we're starting to think like actually what's going on here yeah. so yeah we'll just don't know if we see anything there or I didn't <laughs> but I think we this all what just this is for right just a discussion absolutely uh, moving through AI now programming humans question mark back in October the 36 member Porto Alve City Council and unanimously voted a passing of a bill that lightened the load of on taxpayers. Uh, and this was in Brazil, right? So basically, there was this thing around stolen water. Uh, they all said yay to the to this uh, bill that was written up. Uh, it's recently just come out now that uh, Brazil actually, well, someone used a chat GPT oh, to actually wow. write this said bill. And it's only just been revealed now that it was written by chat GPT. Apparently, it took ChatGPT less than 15 seconds to write it, <laughs> and it's now been voted in, and people are feeling a little odd about it now because this AI is, is would, what did you write? Wow. AI has just programmed us, aka written law or bill, in 15 seconds that we will now all have to, well, that, that they will now all have Abide to follow. <laughs> Who's programming who, I tell you? That's the start, though, right? Um, is anyone surprised? I think like it's huge, but I don't feel surprised about hearing a headline like that. I'm just like, where does it stop though? Should, like, it shouldn't be this far. Not wow, where should it stop. That's, that's crazy. It shouldn't have started. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finally, what really counts as poor here in Aotearoa? There's no official measure of poverty in the country, but uh, they have some questions that they throw out there. And StatsNZ has a list of these questions that, that they call their hardship measure. Um, I have that list of questions here. I wanted to throw a couple past you guys and just let you guys know kind of what would be considered being poor in this country. Uh, question number one is, do not have a meal with meat, fish or chicken or the vegetarian equivalent at least every second day. If you don't, if that isn't what uh, happens for you, then you would be considered in the poorer faction of the, of the country. Uh, do not have two pairs of shoes in good repair and suitable for everyday use. Wow. Do not give presents for family or friends on social occasions. Yeah, but that's by choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some, sometimes it's not about being poor, it's more by choice. Uh, and also, no. do not have content insurance. It's, I, I would have thought that if, you just, if you're unable to get your basic needs, that, that's where it is. And yeah. a lot of people are there. Yeah, really a lot of people are there, and these are the questions though that get thrown out there by StatsNZ as to working out just how, uh, yeah, where, where how you, hard people yeah, are doing. Yeah, it. what the hardship uh, measures are for for people in this country. And there it is, another uh, another oh, episode. True news. That is true news. I'm Jordan, and I'm Brooke, and that is true news for you. This is the morning shift. But my life is good. The men's den, thanks to Spade Summit Ultra. Welcome on in. 
to the Meansting, a place where we have couches, leather couches, in fact. We have so good. Oh, they handsome, our Spade Summit Ultra little fridge sitting there. It's the best. There's a little uh, couple of ferns, and I think that's a deer, a, a stag, deer. a stag that sits up on the thing, just to make it feel like, you know, we're changing place, we're changing space. It is all thanks to our mates at Spades, teaching mates to be better mates. Teaching mates to be better mates. What a great tagline. Particularly with uh, with what I want to bring to the couch this morning. I'm excited about this one because you, you left it for last week. Yeah, you, you. Yeah, I did leave it for last week, but it's still good this week. Um, it's something I've actually been thinking about the last couple months after um, after the year that I have. And if I could put it under one word, it would kind of be uh, the word reconciliation. And sort of like um, ownership, forgiveness, things like that. Forgiveness. Is good. I think it's getting really hard nowadays in friendships um, because we kind of live in a in, in a world where it's just getting a little bit too hard to care, you know. And and, and we convince ourselves that, well, um, you know, we're, we're we're probably a bit too tired, too highly strung. We've got other things going on. Um, People are a bit more on edge, but more, um, but more willing to resist pushing through sometimes with friendships when things get hard. I don't know if that's like the general feeling, but sometimes I feel like that's how how it gets. And um, I was reminded I in why. the last month at how important reconciliation is and ownership. When I'm talking about the good friends in your lives, ones that um, have have done enough to. Warrant and earn um, a space, a space at the table, a space at the table. So, in the last couple months, I've had ran a rat two random falling outs with two of my mates. And the first one, I don't want to get into it, but the first one, I kind of felt like this is so weird. Like, I want to say that. Um, even though I'm, I'm quite proud, I am I'm quite self-critical. And when I feel like it's something that maybe I've done, then I'm willing to look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't feel like that in this case. I didn't feel like that at all. And I felt like it was extremely unfair on me. But I, I was also just like, life gets busy, we're moving. And I was kind of like, you know me, Brooke, like when I get when I get into something, I'll get into it. Like I'm going to get stuck in too. Uh-huh. Like you're about to get this work but I just, I was busy. And then um, um, something came up again with another friend and I had actually offended him and um, it kind of caught me off guard. It was something that I I felt like, at the time I was like, okay, I can see kind of what I've done here, but like that doesn't warrant the response that you've given. Mm. Like stuff that, like up yours. You know what I mean? And then... For some reason, I just kind of felt like I need to I need to leave these feelings, and I just need to keep keep doing what I'm doing because I'm busy. And if and, and I felt negatively about the, these two situations, and I thought, well, maybe the best response for me, if if it's negative at the moment, is to be neutral, just like leave it. And then I had the most um, amazing conversation in in the midst of these two fallouts with someone that. 
I hadn't fallen out with, but I just haven't been close to in a long time that I've really wanted to be close with. And I realized after that conversation that if I was tied up in um, those emotions and what I was feeling and how I felt like I was right, I wouldn't. I would have missed this opportunity to um, to make up with like actually my brother, my bro was my bro, and we had this the most amazing conversation. And after, you know when you know when you feel this release and like this this softness come back into your heart after you let someone back in mm. and you let each other back in and you give you hold you hold space and and you're able to say. Um, Thank you for acknowledging what you've done. Can I now acknowledge what I've done? And you leave and it's, it's just like this weight off your shoulder. It's like you just feel like so light. And I was reminded in that moment, I was like, reconciliation is a good thing. And I actually I actually went back to, sorry, this is a long-winded story, guys. I'm having therapy here. <laughs> it's like, this is actually fully about me. It's not actually about even the, the, the shifters at this point. Um, but I went back to I went back and thought about my other two friends, and I want to share a message that I sent to him straight after. So after I had that and I felt light, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna message my mate. Um, and I said, Hey, bro, uh, I'm sorry for um, what I said the other week. Um. I had a meeting with someone today and I realized I had no real attachment to what I said. And even more so, I just communicated my point terribly with you. You were right to feel a type of way about it because I was wrong and I was attempting and what I was attempting to say. Um, we may just need some space, uh, which I think is good, but love you, bro. And we had a pretty hard conversation before I'd, I'd messaged. And um, I messaged him at night and he messaged me the next morning. He said, Morena, my dub. He said, I expressed disappointment. <laughs> he said, I expressed disappointment only because I think so highly of you, George. Very few people I truly believe in, and you're one. I love you too, bro. It's hard communicating as a man in this day and age, but let's try to figure it out together. Um, conflict is good when we can do this. Um, I apologize for the way I handed things too. I don't know why I'm getting emotional about that, but. I do. Yeah. I just think friends, like they, we need to remember that friends, some friends, they, they're owed that, that kind of apology, you know? And and when you can soften yourself and you can, you know, when I said sorry to my mate, the why I felt good about it was, I remember sending the mission, I was like, I feel really good about what I just said. Like, I feel so good about what I just said. Like, I, I was able to acknowledge that I, I said something wrong. I don't even relate to those things that I said at that point, and, I, and I've communicated in a bad way. If my bro doesn't want to talk to me anymore, I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. And, like, to get that response back was just, like, a reminder of, like, this is what life looks like. This is what friendships look like, you know? And sometimes it's freaking difficult. But if you can push through that, you know, reconciliation is like a really beautiful thing. And I was just reminded of that. I was just reminded of that in the last in the last couple months. And I'm um, I don't know if that's that's hitting 
I know there are people listening right there and you you may have fallen out with a family member or a friend. And I'm not talking about the ones where, you know, they're potentially toxic and, and nothing can really move. But if there's if there's a movable space where you need to reach out or you need to hold space, and if anything, just for you, just for you to feel like, I feel good about that. I actually was in the wrong, and I'm glad I can own that. Whatever they do with that after this, cool beans. But, yeah, that's what I wanted to say today. Forgiveness, ownership, reconciliation. Let us never forget that, like, we always talk about the high, the high points and, and, and all of that, but this is another, this is an equally important thing in friendships. Maybe even more well. so. Yeah. Can I, John, that's some... You're a, you're a unique friend to me. Your level of friendship Same. is very different. I don't know if you know this, and we've probably never told you this, Brooke and I, but your level of friendship runs at a level that I'm never, I've never ever, and maybe it was my upbringing and maybe that's just who I am as a person, but I've never ever reached the depth of friendship that I've had with you. And you really do treasure friendships in a way that I admire and, and want to do better with as well. I always felt like it's me versus the world growing up. It's, you know, I, I'll be a part of a crew and try and do the best for that crew as I possibly can and then it'll move on in the next thing. But you're, you're the person who has taught me more about friendships than I have ever known. <laughs> and you're younger than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so I, when I hear you speak like this, it resonates on a different level for me in my life because I sit there and think, yeah, Jordan will. Jordan is super passionate. Jordan is this guy. And sometimes you and I can have dust-ups and we get lost in the in the smoke, but then we come back together and we sit there and go, we both know what we want for each other and it's only the best. Mm. And you've got that on a level with so many people. Like You've got a tight crew, absolutely, but the depth of your friendships is beyond anything I've ever experienced in my life. Mm. And I appreciate that in you. Thank you, brother. I don't want it to feel like an, I don't want it to feel like an anomaly though, right? Like this is... And it, it, it is in some points. Like I'm very gift. Like I'm very blessed. The, the parents that I have, I, I had so much. Um, growing up, I was allowed to be like so emotional. Like I was allowed. Like we were allowed to unpack and talk about any of our emotions. So like growing up now as an adult, I don't have, I don't have fears about speaking through these things. But if that wasn't your bringing, I just want us to know that friends like this, friendships like this can exist. Moments like that can exist. If we care, if we're able to go. And it's okay, I was wrong. Like, I need to say sorry. Like, go on to apologize to your to your friend or your You good? Your brother, your sister, your mum, or like Oh you go. You go. It's just important. It's um uh, bro, I don't want to get this emotional. But it's just, it's important in this day and age. Like, it just seems, everything seems so rough out there, you know, like, and just, it just feels so amazing when you let it go. When you go and get something right with your friend or your, or your a fan member or whatever. It's, it's, it's just a reminder I wanted to give us shifters today, you know. Um, sorry, Brooke, I do cutting you off did you want to say something <laughs> no no you, it's nice to hear man I think you tell me when to stop but no you good uh, I think if you look at what we're doing here at the morning shift it seems 
sunshine and rainbows. And I mean, we're very lucky. But for Jordan, Markham, even myself, like it hasn't always been that easy. Mm. It was a scary start to this year. And uh, I know Jordan better than most. And it's been a ride, man. Mm. The last couple of years for this boy here has been, no one will probably ever know. Very few will ever know. And you're right, you are a unique individual. And that <laughs> passion that you have, you can hold on to. Pisses me off. Oof. My mic's on, sorry. <laughs> but you're right to come on the other side and to hear the word forgiveness come out of your mouth. Mm. And not even to hear it, I can see it right now. It is a, it is a, I tip my hat to it. And you're right, friendship is such a unique thing. And my uh, friendship circle is very, very tight and it's very small. And this is how much I cherish the friendship that we have mm. is roll the dice, man. Roll the dice doing this. I had, I had just had a baby mm. and I had a job yeah. and my brother over here came and said, Hey, we can do something. And I tell you, there's probably one or two people I would have done it with. <laughs> and, and you're one of them. And Mark's right, man. You are a unique friend. One of the best. You make us question way too much, <laughs> way too much, <laughs> but that's the beauty of it. So um, I'm glad you did that, man. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that you could realize that I need to have this conversation with someone. I'm glad you brought it up today so people can go, okay, maybe before Christmas or maybe before New Year's. I'm sorry you lost me halfway through it because I was thinking to myself, there's one person that I know I need to go and I, I have mm. to have a chat with. Mm. And I was thinking about that mm. for a, a good portion good. of what you were talking about. But I, I can see her face and right after this, I, need, I know I need to go and have a chat with her. So... <laughs> What you did was important. I'm glad you brought that up. No, I love you. And just as you're talking there, like, you're right. Like, a couple of years been a ride for me. Like, stuff Ooh, no, one, no one needs to know about. Like, I know about it. And you're right. Like, I forgot. I forgot that, like, when you go through stuff, like, you become numb. And you convince yourself that, like, the only emotion that's needed for me to get through is just, like, hardness. There's like hardness that needs to push me through, because if every if everything can be felt, like survival is just not really an option in this season. You know, fight or flight. And this is people that go through this. You'll know what I'm talking about. It's like just stay hard. That's that's everyone hate like they love to talk about men being vulnerable and not being hard, but they don't ever merit how sometimes hardness is the only survival technique on why people get through shit. Um, but it's not. The only tool we need to have, and I'm just recognizing in, in this season that I'm in to to feel, um, truly, to feel again, you know, mm -hmm. and to and to and to not be hard. And so, you're right. Like, yeah, what you're saying, I forgot, you know. But I'm I am coming into a season where <sighs> feeling, I don't want to say soft. I hate that word. <laughs> Soft ain't the right word. Right, ain't the right word, but it's just the word I'm gonna use. Like mm. it is, but it is the right. Looks good word. on you, man. It is the right word, right? Yeah, because 
Oi, how good is soft though? What soft brings so much? Oh, soft enriches your life at, at a level that you'll never ever truly know until you let the walls down mm. and you embrace soft and you feel the the pain, you feel the the warmth as well. Like it's a yeah, and that that survival mechanism. I know every dude listening and a lot of females as well. Hundred percent will sit well. there and go. They resonate. That Probably more resonates. so, man. And especially, mm, you know what, so. here we are getting lost in Christmas and what to buy this and that. Imagine just reconnecting. Just reconciliation, reconciliation. be your Christmas presents, you know, <laughs> forgiveness. I swear. And so, yeah, I just I just wanted to remind us shifters, if you're not there, you're not there. That's fine. But if you are, as a reminder, go and, go and make right with that person. If or just they do deserve your part. It, or d- do your part. Don't worry about their response. O- own what you need to own, and and just be okay with that. But I I promise you, it'll it'll be a weight off your shoulders, and I and I want that for all the shifters. So I thank you, man. Good luck on you. Thank you, brother. Thank you for my therapy Handsome. session today. Handsome. Handsome. Uh, I just want to uh, <laughs> do a quick shout out on this. Look, Brooke was saying about how there's been some tough times, and we I do want to do a shout out to those. Who have helped us and built this to where we are at the moment, and including those uh, partners who we've got on board um, and, and, and spates, allowing yeah. us to have a space where we can just sit back and, and explore those feelings. So, um, thank you to spates, teaching mates to be better mates. That's us. For Love your show. spates. Love your spates. Love you guys. Check on your people, eh? Say sorry. <laughs> Soft. <laughs> it's bullshit. This is the shift. The shift. Morning shift. I'm gonna make him an offer again with you. The shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is the shift. Got it. <laughs> okay. Let's get it, get it. He did away for summer. Oh, yeah. Yes. Chemist Warehouse helps keep our lights on. And can help you keep your travel baggage light with their range of travel essentials. Chemist Warehouse are the best.